0: This is How Was Your Weekend with Wendy and Brian. Look for updates at facebook.com slash weekend podcast or h o w w dot as slash your weekend. While you're there, please subscribe. There are links for iTunes, Android, and more. Hey, Brian. Hey, Wendy, how was your weekend?
1: It was good. How was your weekend? Are we doing that again? <laughs> I just had to do it one last time. I, I, resolve, I resolve to not ever say it again. How about that?
0: Yeah, I. I, I <laughs> You know, I got a question about why we're not calling it how was your weekend? I just don't think it ever quite clicked. Even though I like the idea, it just it just didn't click. It, it didn't, didn't resonate.
1: It didn't click. And now because I I don't see you that often, I really do want to know how your weekend was. So, uh so it probably makes sense, but that was just okay, I resolved to never make that little corny line ever again. How about That's that?
0: That's okay. Okay. <laughs> That that's fair.
1: Okay, all right. So, kind of leading into this week, um, it's it's the first full week of the new year. It's it's January seventh, man. Seven 20... days have already gone by in twenty eighteen.
0: Oh God, God. It, yeah, it really has. <laughs> uh, it, th- they just come by faster and faster.
1: They do actually. This week wasn't a bad week, but uh, for me, as far as like it going really quickly, but that happens, I guess, when you're not working eight hours a day. So. <laughs> But it's all good. So this week we we thought we would talk a little bit about resolutions, the new year, uh, and just kind of those general things to kick off our first official podcast of 2018.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, at first, I, I want to ask, do you do New Year's resolutions?
1: So, <laughs> is that... Okay, that's a little bit of a loaded question, Kilbs. I mean everybody uh, does resolutions do they actually accomplish no, they the resolution no, i don't. They don't
0: you never I don't. have no. you
1: have you ever i,
0: I mean abs- i think everyone has but yes. as a practice i don't
1: okay so i typically always yeah kind of find fall into the oh i'm gonna make a resolution i i there have been a couple years where i'm like ah, i don't have time for this <laughs> which is a horrible attitude but um I wouldn't say that I get hardcore into the resolution as much as I just pick a, a thing or two that I want to try to do better or not do at all or that kind of thing. But I know people who religiously do the resolution and are very good about the accountability of it and monitoring where they're at with it. So um, I you know growing up i don't know that we talked about resolutions a lot i think you know it was more of being catholic it was more about lent i think i re- i'm more di- it's funny but i get it that it's a shorter period of time which leads to part of what i was going to talk about in this but um lent you give up something for lent as well right um it's more about giving up i guess than resolving something but uh was i tend like, to do is, better with lent
0: is that like Ash Wednesday and all that stuff? Or yes, I- but it's the
1: period between Ash Wednesday and and um, Easter. Yes, correct. Forty days.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: Yes. So, but resolutions. I have done them. Um, I've gotten tried to be more creative than uh, in the last couple years to some degree, but um, I've failed miserably the last five years with my resolution. I think I can only think of maybe. A handful of times that i did good with resolutions so and it may have just been by complete mistake and not that, good intention
0: that's why i don't do them
1: because <laughs> it just makes you more disappointed in yourself when you when you don't stick live up to it so um so you never do resolutions does kim do re- resolutions
0: not really no. she, If she does she never mentions it ah they just seem so highly arbitrary i mean why does it matter whether the new year starts or not? And like the starting of the new year is also arbitrary. I mean, it, that could be at any day within the cycle. It, it's just this is a, this is a very Brian Kilby reasoning for not liking. Uh, it not is, care- and
1: That's OK. This is why it's awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, it just it doesn't make sense to me. I mean, it doesn't work for me. I can understand that it might work for somebody else. But I would have to say that generally speaking, it doesn't because people make the same resolutions every year.
1: So I have, yes, I have met, I have met two people in my lifetime now who said that their resolution is the same every year or one of two things that they pick. And I'm like, well, then you don't ever resolve it. So how is, how's that working for you? (laughs) So I I don't I have kind of taken it outside of resolving and not like ever and picking something new as much as I'm trying to pick I try to pick things that I hope I either stop because it's not uh, healthy for me or uh, physically spiritually emotionally whatever you want to put on it um, or I want to do better in push myself to be better at it. And I think a lot of people resolve to give things up or fix a problem, which is what the resolute word resolution is, right. It's solving a problem. However, um, I do think that some people, it could be more effective or stick with it. If you try to look at something that you're good at, or you have a deep interest in and pursue that strength or that thing, that's more disciplined in your nature than giving up something that you're not so disciplined at. But that's just, you know, just some, some things to chew on. <laughs>
0: so so I, I like your, I, I, I've never actually thought about that, like resolution, what does resolution mean? Typically, yeah,
1: it, mo- it means a lot of different things if you look it up, because I did.
0: <laughs> yeah, like in my mind, the 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 root word would be resolve.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: resolve isn't just about, you know, fixing something. It's about, it's, it's also a noun, meaning that you show resolve towards something that you are willing to commit to it correct. Yeah, I never really thought about that. I I think in my mind the way that I parse that word means more the show resolve towards something more than any kind of um any kind of matter of solving a problem. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. that's interesting.
1: Yeah, there's so many I mean, if you if you truly think about it and I, that's part of why I looked it up, it's not like cuz I didn't know what it meant or I wanted to make sure I understood it correctly. It was more about people use resolution in so many contexts of day to day conversation. I mean, okay, what about your T V? What about your pictures? What you talk about resolution when you talk about images. You talk about resolution when you talk about chemistry. Yeah. You know, I mean when you talk about science, resolution means yeah, solving a problem, but it's also the separation of things. I mean there's so yeah. many ways you look at it. At the I end of the that. day, it breaks things down into smaller pieces to a to a point which is making it solvable or better.
0: Yeah, so I, so I love that. So like uh, what I what I tend to uh, associate with that is this definition, which is the quality of being determined or resolute. But it never occurred to me that those other definitions or those other uh, interpretations really apply here. They really do. That's neat. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So I, I thought that was I was like, OK, so who. came? So the one thing I didn't look up and it would be interesting is a who came up with this concept of a New Year's resolution and i probably should have done a little more research on that because it would be very very interesting to be who who is the 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 person the tradition the whatever that new years came from do you happen to know that or can you find that
0: <laughs> i mean i would i'll be honest with you i would have to say i doubt that could be uh, attributed to a specific person the likelihood of that um
1: I, it's like i feel like it's i don't know Okay,
0: so checking Wikipedia right now. Yeah. It says the Babylonians made promises to their gods at the start of each year that they would return borrowed objects and pay their debts.
1: Okay, I figured it was more kind of spiritual in nature somehow or historical like that. So,
0: And we all know, you know, how good the Babylonians wound up doing, <laughs> yes. so let's emulate them. <laughs>
1: Well, we, and then it, it went from uh, giving back a treasure to just giving something up and not really giving anything to anybody else, maybe necessarily. <laughs> Very interesting. So, um, so you don't do, you don't do resolutions. Is there anything at the start of the new year? So if you don't do resolutions, but there's a new year starting, is there a tradition or is there something that you start off with the new year as part of who Brian Kilby is?
0: Uh, each year, no. Okay. Uh, so if any time that I've ever been able to make a change in something, rarely does it have anything at all to do with a new year or anything like that. It usually comes from personal discovery. Okay. So uh, I, one thing I, I point out is I had to do a – I had to log how many hours I watched TV, and this was a college or high school or something, mm-hmm. and – It was a ridiculous amount of hours. It was something like 100 hours a week. It was like if I wasn't at school and if I wasn't uh, asleep, I was watching TV. Mm. So I put an end to it. Mm -hmm. Now, honestly, I probably spend no more than three or four hours watching something each week. Nice. Haven't logged it, but. Yeah. I don't watch a, I don't watch a lot of stuff. It's just not it's just not in my makeup. It's just not something that interests me. People ask me, "Hey, did you watch the show?" Nope. <laughs> I I don't care. I mean, occasionally I'll get into something like if there's a new um, Marvel series on from Netflix, I'll binge watch that. Mm-hmm. Um, like the last TV show that I binge watched that wasn't like a Marvel series was like Parks and Recreation. Okay, and that was like two or three years ago. Okay, so um. My personal discovery, uh another instance was um or if somebody dares me to do something. Like I've done a better job as we've dis- discussed, uh managing my time on my phone mm-hmm. just because basically you dared me <laughs> to, to do that.
1: Um and if anything, you are uh you are not gonna lose a challenge. <laughs> I, I am competitive you and are. I don't
0: like I don't like losing. Yeah. So it, you know, it's something like that. But I really have to want to do something. But then I have to figure out how to accommodate my lifestyle with anything that I do. Um, and yeah, a lot of time, most of the time, if, if I decide that I want to do something and I go to do it, I fail, just like everybody else. It's it's hard to do.
1: I think you. Uh-oh. I think you just nailed something though that people. Like I find myself doing it's and it's the thing that people talk about, so this is gonna be kind of normal as far as a comment probably, but it's the thing of so I guess I'll lead it into into it this way. One of the things that it wasn't really for New Year's resolution, but as I was like, okay, I've three hundred and sixty five days and what am I gonna do in the next three hundred and sixty five days with all the potential that's out there to to do whatever I want and maybe try to change not necessarily something that's bad or good or whatever but just stretch myself and grow a little bit more so one of the things that I have put out there for myself is once a month go do something in fact I'll pull it up because it's, it's I made this little list you know me I'm kind of a list person um, so what I put out there was uh, do something that scares makes me uncomfortable or I think I don't I don't think I'll like at least once a month. So, I mean, for some people, they're probably like, Oh, that's boring or that's just whatever. But, um, you know, it, and I'm not like, I'm not scared of things. I guess it would be more the things that make me nervous or just un- uncomfortable. So, uh, so yesterday, um, I decided to sign up for this. I, I'll do yoga more for the, flexibility and just part of the balancing out my running and doing all the other stuff too and for your chi and for my chi for my zen it and it is a relaxing thing and so you know i i am intrigued by practices of any kind spiritual practices or or practices of any kind um that people choose um to to fill themselves up or relax or restore themselves or whatever it is so um, I have been around people who are very yogi. I mean, yogis they are super intense. Hey, um, Wendy. Yeah. You doing? <laughs> no, not. Be- well, I've been around some bears too, but, <laughs> um, and then I've just, you know, been to studios where it's more about the, just the actions of, of doing the flow and all that versus the practice of what they bring in from the Hindu or the Buddhist side or whatever. So, There was, there's a yoga studio near my house that I was like, okay, I've got to get back into doing some yoga because I've been running again and it's good for, you know, um, stretching and opening up everything after you're running and abusing your body. Um, so, but one of the things they had posted was this two hour workshop, um, to, it was, um, it's called no guilt, no shame, no resolutions. Um, and it is. They basically did this workshop about um, Ganesh, the the um, god of like removing obstacles. So, if you know anything, there's this um, deity that's like this. The oh, it's very common in India where you see the the elephant that's like holding yeah, he's it. an elephant. Yeah, and so um, it was very interesting because I had never really looked at it, um, and then. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to be open to something different. It's not that it makes me uncomfortable. It's just something different and I'm not sure what I'll get out of it. And, you know, I have my, my spiritual practice, and I don't think it, you know, contradicts it in any way. It's just different. So let, let me go. But the thing of it being like, there's not, it's not necessarily when it said no resolutions, I'm like, okay, so what's this about? Um, but it was very interesting in the fact that it's, you know, we learned in there, which you learn, but you, you heard it a little differently was why from December 31st to, and I'll get to the point I was trying to make was, uh, why on December 31st, do we think we can just flip a switch? And on January 1st, we're going to, everything is going to have to like, this thing changes immediately. My behavior changes immediately and it's going to work. And so you made the comment previously about you pick something that you've learned or that you want to pursue and you look at it in the lens of your lifestyle. And sometimes that requires a lifestyle change, but you look at it in the lens of how do I become successful at making this change because, and how can I do that in the current state of my work life, my home life, whatever. So I think that's really smart, Brian, because I think most people or what this has been implied is that we wake up New Year's Day and it is flip the switch go to the you know do it automatically don't give yourself baby steps like to ease yourself into it maybe some people do the smart people probably do that but to your point I think it's about how do you interpret this new thing into your lifestyle so that you can be successful at the at the resolution or the goal or whatever it is. So I thought that was kind of interesting that you brought that up because that was one of its like it doesn't have to be the first day of every year, right? Like pick a time; it doesn't have to be the first day. Like, so why does it matter that it's the first day of the year versus the 80th day of the year? Um, but then also understanding that it doesn't have to have a time frame around it. So we always say, okay, well, it's it's the new year, so. I I would be interested in how many people make a resolution and then they carry that behavior that they fixed or they improved or they did whatever with into the rest of their life or every year after that. Or if it's like, oh, well, the year's over. So now that's not my thing anymore. Um, Because I bet you it probably is less than 50% that if they give something up and they manage to accomplish that resolution that they never necessarily do that again. I know friends who have. Um, kept on the right path with things, but I think that that success rate probably diminishes a little bit too. Um, yeah.
0: so in respect to doing this around the the new year, uh, for me, when a lot of people what they do is they want to get in better shape and they want to uh, live a healthier lifestyle. And I mean, obviously, I need to do that. I mean, I've been struggling with my weight my whole life for the most part, and um, I kind of feel bad that I'm doing this right at the new year, but I happen to actually have a doctor's appointment on January 2nd. Now, uh, I Go to the doctor, and it's it's about my weight uh, normally every two months, sometimes a little more often, depending on just whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went this – I went January 2nd, just happened to be when, be when my appointment was, and I weighed in, and it's like the most I've weighed in like in 10 or 11 years. So it's bad. Aww. So I just happen at this point need to – Especially refocus on that. And it just happens to be at the new year. Yeah. So I know as soon as I mention it or as soon as I go to work and I'm eating like NutriSystem stuff, (laughs) people will be like, oh, you made a New Year's resolution. And I don't want to, I want to say I hate resolutions, blah, blah, blah. But I'll probably just say yes (laughs) because I just don't want to have to go into the explanation of it. I I did want to talk about like uh, diet and exercise, mostly diet on this episode because I think that's usually the number one. New Year's resolution, probably that, and being better with money.
1: Oh, so here's here's the 10. Here's the 10. So the top okay. two, you hit it. Well, top three or, or so. So exercise is number one. Obviously, exercise and, and dieting, number one. Quitting smoking, which I thought was interesting. Because, good. I mean, that should be a good one. Um, learn a new skill. Less alcohol. Smarter with your money. Those are like your you know top five, basically, there. Uh, And eating healthy is kind of wrapped up in there. And then use less social media, volunteer, travel, and improve a relationship. I thought that was an interesting one on the list. But going back, yes, exercise and eating healthy are all in the top five. So you nailed it, man. So is there anything non-typical? So again, you don't do resolutions. But was there anything else like as you exited the last year that you were like, man, next year I really want to pursue this self-learning of some kind. I mean, you're always like you...
0: I'm always kind of doing that. You're always so.
1: learning, but you tend to... Like, you have the topics that we talk about that you love, it, but is there something new and, and different and kind of out of the ordinary that's maybe intrigued you as of recent that you we may be talking about in a couple months or something that you are thinking you may want to know more about?
0: Uh, well, the only thing... And I guess it's tied to the year, uh, but it's also tied to the recent um, tax bill that went through Mm -hmm. was around finances. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, finances are typically something people look at on a year-over-year basis. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually thinking in terms of maybe trying to do an LLC or something like that, maybe for the new year. Okay, But that's really the extent of it uh, that – I've got a laundry list of things I want to do, but, like, things that have just popped up recently that I thought, hey, I really need to do this. I mean, heck, the LLC thing I've been talking about doing for years. Mm -hmm. But now that it seems like that may be advantageous to do, maybe that may be something I do here in a month or so.
1: All right. Well, we're going to check back in on that because I think that's a good idea. And actually, that's been on my list before when I was doing the dog sitting and all of that. So um, I... So for me, like I said, I've got a list of things that I'm going to try to just accomplish. Not necessarily, none of them are necessary. The only thing that is a resolution type thing is um, I, in the last year or two, got really bad about my soda consumption. Like insane. So my resolution really this year has simply been to try and just quit soda. Um, and, And knowing that... I'll probably slip up. Everybody does. But for the most part, really try to cut way, way back and try to eliminate it as even like a craving or something that I want or that I mentally feel like I've got to have. So um, not that I feel like I have to have it. It's just like, oh, it's easy. Let me grab it. I need a little, and I don't drink coffee. You know, I'll do tea and stuff like that, but I'm not even religious with tea. It was like, oh, in the morning, my caffeine will be a soda. That's horrible. So just try and if there's a resolution in any of the things I'm pursuing, it's just to cut out soda.
0: I struggle with that one. That's one that I want to do as well. And for me, like, what is it about soda that you find so addictive?
1: It's the sugar. Like I, I have a sweet, I have a sweet tooth, not like a horrible, have to have chocolate, that kind of thing every day. I have some friends that they need a little piece of chocolate every day or whatever, you know, it's, I think it's just, um, it's the sugar and, and I even went as far as just this, you know, it, I used to drink nothing, not. When I was younger, I drank fully leaded is always what I tell told people. And then I switched to diet, right? And I, then I'm like, oh, diet has all these linkages with all these chemicals, so why not? If I'm going to just do something unhealthy and drink soda, then screw it. I'm just going to drink the sugar-loaded, fully loaded soda. So I switched back to doing that. I think it's the it's the sugar and the carbonation and I don't like carbon and like a lot of people carbonation, are like, do, that's it. do the carbon, you know, do carbonated water. And I'm like, I hate carbonated water. I really it, don't like it's and it's different. I So I think it's the combination of the sugar and the carbonation. That is what I like.
0: Like I, I can drink I can drink coffee and it doesn't I still want soda. I can drink like I can drink uh, diet sweet tea or, um, you know, something like that. It's the carbonation for me or probably a combination of all three. But the carbonation is specifically the thing that I get from the soda mm-hmm. that I crave. And I don't know why.
1: Yeah, because it, it's not I'm, like it's once you open the soda, it there's not, you know, after a little bit of time, it's gone. <laughs> and then it's I mean, just sugar water.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, I mean, that's mostly that's mostly from just the, the sensation in your mouth. Not really so much even the not, it, there's no chemical element to it mm-hmm. that I can understand that. That makes it an addiction. It's just the sensation that I like. I like the the effervescence of it. I like the I like the the tickle on my tongue when the bubbles burst. I, there's something to it that is just it is. It's completely it, it's intoxicating. It is.
1: So I yep. So my thing is to give it up um as much as possible. Cut way back. Uh, so as of the seventh day of 2018, I've not had any soda. Woohoo. And I haven't had had any, you know, generally in the past, even I've had like caffeine withdrawals or, you know, stuff like that. And I haven't had that. So that's been good. So, but, um, that's kind of my, like, that's the one thing that I would say is like a true resolution. The rest of my stuff is, uh, just to, I think, push myself a little bit more outside of my comfort zones, push myself to learn more, give myself time to do the things that I haven't necessarily done in a long time um just out of you know time or whatever whatever the issue might be but um you know like i said one thing i, I will try to share with the group if i'm up for it because i'm not a big share on certain things <laughs> um is is the things i do at least once a month that uh make me uncomfortable i don't think i'm gonna like or whatever it is so the, the yoga thing was, it wasn't that I didn't think I was going to like it or I wasn't going to learn anything from it. I just was a little bit hesitant, I think, of like how deep into the practice was the the workshop instructor going to get and like what's I going to be like, okay, I'm not here to like transform into a yogi. But it, it was really good. It was really basic, but it was very simplistic. And it w- really at the end of the day, this symbol, um, is about removing obstacles in your life and, and how you need to focus on, you know, letting the, what can be possible be possible. And the obstacles that are in the way, just use the good and your energy to, to, you know, they use um, Ganesha to, to like chant to, and things like that to help remove those obstacles. You know, I'm Catholic. There's, Um, things that I do, which, you know, at the end of the day, their chanting is the same as praying and all that kind of stuff. So I think for me, I'm probably going to do a lot more um, what I would call mental and spiritually focused improvements this year for myself. So I do better. I feel more intelligent when I do those things, which probably sounds really odd, but I do. No,
0: no, 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 no. no. Like I'm finding myself now especially – Um, just being, I lose, I mean, I forget why I'm doing things. I forget words. I forget where I'm at when I'm speaking. Um, I have a hard time. I mean, even here, it's obvious sometimes just reaching for words. And I think it's because I just, I don't feel like I, I've learned as much. I'm not keeping my brain as active as I would like to. And that's, that's something that I am constantly struggling with. Well,
1: Well, or I think even, it's not even the matter of not having your brain active enough. It's slowing your brain and focusing intently on things so that it has more power and energy to do more later. I think my my brain is always doing something. And half the yeah. time, it's not as productive as it should be. So for me, taking a minute and focusing on one thing or you know, setting into a discipline of some kind, whether it's me running or doing whatever... My stress levels, my, all that. And I had a a good friend tell me, you know, at the end of last year, because I wasn't, everything was so busy at work. I wasn't running. I wasn't working out. I wasn't doing things that I like to do. And God, I am not the pitcher of fitness by any means. But those things for me are kind of a discipline that free up my headspace and use, use the negative or bad energy and getting it out of my system to free up my space, like my mental space or whatever to be better or think more clearly. I mean, after I run or after I do something where I can just focus in on one thing and accomplish that goal, and it could be for 30 minutes, it could be for an hour when I am done with that, that I feel like, okay, now I can go to the next thing. I'm sharper. I've thought about it while I was in that, that focused space. So um, I think sometimes you have to not think doing more doesn't necessarily mean that you're being productive with it. So finding a better balance of just because I'm not learning or I'm not going overboard in my head with everything and I should be doing that, should be doing this. That doesn't mean it's, it's effective. So I think knowing you too, you, your brain is always on. That might be a challenge that we, we give Brian Kilby in the next couple. What if for 10 minutes you just stopped and thought about one thing and only one thing and did nothing about it immediately. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I don't know how that would work out.
1: I'm going to do it. We're going to do this <laughs> every day. <laughs> you might be surprised like how clear, how clear it might be. But.
0: So there's a book, bu- there's a book that I've been, I've got that I've been meaning to read forever. Uh huh. Um, and it's something that I put a lot of thought into, which is uh, thinking fast and slow in term. the Basically there are certain things that require a slow methodical thought process. And there are certain things that require um, if you say, what what's, what's on one plus one? Obviously, it's two. You don't even think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, It's I tend to try to respond to things quickly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I try to I try to squeeze everything into that sort of fast thought process where to exactly to your point, maybe I need to just slow down and think more deeply about something before. I mean, that's I mean, I honestly I think that's probably 90 percent of my problems when it comes to like cognitive things is that i just i don't take the time to 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 think about it like i should which is exactly what i'm doing right now as i'm just <laughs> spitting out this word vomit about it but it's so i'm gonna read that book
1: Yeah, but see it's so true though it's like okay you power through it you get all everything out that you think you need to just check a box versus is it that i have a, a, a semi answer now and then if I, you know, and I just give the answer as it is right now, and then I take it away, I think about it, and then there's time to continue to add to the answer. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like process improvement, because your first answer is a start, but it may not be the, res- like, solution. So, yeah, true. you know, that'll be an interesting one. Okay. So, that one, maybe we, we will do that. Like, let's talk about doing the, that book together in February. Like, okay. Let's not do it yet. Let's do it in
0: February. I, I'm working through... Two books right now at the same time which is a challenge
1: well yeah you're i'm trying to do that and we you are but are you're doing them on audible right
0: i'm doing them on audible
1: i'm literally trying to read the books so nice <laughs> so um one other thing i would like to throw out there about uh resolutions is and i and i kind of alluded to it before too is do you think brian kilby um that resolutions, so what is what is the saying, like, it takes how long to break a bad habit or how long to learn something new? Like, if you're disciplined and you're consistent, like, I know it takes you to repeat something like 20 times for you to understand it completely or for it to stick. But it's like, I, what is the magic number to quit a bad behavior? I don't know. It's like 60 days, 90 days, something like that. What if for resolutions, you picked different resolutions every 60 or 90 days? I like that. So that you don't feel like such a failure, and if it was, if you've done well at it, and you want to make it like a lifestyle thing, like then continue. But if it just didn't work, and you do all the, and you're like, okay, screw it, I tried it for 60 days or 90 days, like done, moving on. Don't want to feel like a failure. There's something else I can go improve. I think. What do you think?
0: I love that idea.
1: That could be a new thing. So anybody who struggles with resolutions, give that a shot and let us know. Maybe at the mid year, if that's been a better better approach than the, I got to fix this thing in 365
0: days. (laughs) I love, I love that idea. That's, that's something that I think I could, uh, I think I could get into.
1: Yeah. I think, I think short-term, Hey, there's short-term and long-term goals. So, or pick one part, like pick a big resolution for the year and then just like goal setting, like break it into smaller chunks and, you know, it's kind of one of those things. So, um, all right. So, on we will we will stay apprised, I am hopeful I am pretty sure your twenty eighteen health goals are you're gonna do it, buddy you
0: have to absolutely you're right
1: that'll be good you 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 picked it, you picked how you're gonna start and then it'll go from there and then I have some of my little health goals I'm training for um a fifteen k right now and it's freezing cold outside, so uh, though I found a place to go and run on a treadmill, when you're putting in lots of miles, um, I don't really like running on the treadmill for more than probably three to five miles because it's boring. But it is yeah. cold, 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 cold. So I am—it's ridiculous. I've got a couple—I've got a couple uh, races that I've signed up for. So there's some uh, fitness goals for me. So we'll keep on hitting the pavement there, and hopefully it'll warm up come March so that running outside will not be so ding miserable. But it's all right, I guess. You know, it's winter; it's supposed to be cold.
0: Yeah, unfortunately.
1: <laughs> all right. Uh, so, everybody who has set resolutions, best of luck. Um, don't beat yourself up if you slip up, and don't be don't give up if you fail. Um, you can always start the next day because, uh, or change it. Make sure, like Kilby said, it fits your lifestyle. Uh, I think we all run in and don't think about how our lifestyle could impact that goal. So. Best of luck to everybody on their resolutions, and uh, I'm pretty sure we'll have some good challenges for Brian Kilby in the coming year that I'll throw out there from time to I am time looking to time. forward to it. <laughs> awesome. All right. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks, Brian. Talk to you soon.
0: See you, Wendy. Bye. Bye. This has been How Was Your Weekend. Please subscribe at our website How Was Slash Your Weekend. That's a s slash your weekend. Please leave a review and tell a friend.